hello and welcome to this episode of Everyday Affirmations, the podcast. I am your host, Devin Penny. I'm a certified self-development coach and author of the book, Everyday Affirmations, 365 Days of Thought-Provoking Daily Affirmations and Journal Prompts. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you've been here for the last few episodes, you know the drill. I flip to a random page in my book and read the thought, the affirmation, the journal prompt, and maybe give some insight on what I was thinking either when I wrote the prompt um, or what it means for me or how I feel about the affirmation or where the thought comes from and why it's important. Before we get started, I just want to thank you so much for listening to last week's episode. I got such great feedback and this is doing exactly what I wanted to do, which is bringing awareness to the kinds of conversations that I think we need to have with ourselves. You know, there's a, an old saying, and I think it's really important that the most sane thing you can do is talk to yourself. And I couldn't agree more, but I think that we get caught up in the outside noise. And sometimes we have to turn that down in order to turn the volume up on what's going on within us. So these thoughts, these affirmations, these conversations, these journal prompts are meant to bring awareness to the kinds of conversations that I think are important to have with ourselves in our inner world. And last week's episode, all the feedback that I got was about how this was a new way of thinking or that this conversation brought up certain realizations for people or that you know, they're recognizing themselves in some of the stories that I'm telling and it's making them more consciously operate. So I feel really great about that. And I thank you so much for listening and for being here each week. And I hope that this is a positive addition to your weekly self-care practice, your wellness practice, your mental health practice, whatever you're using this 10 to 30 minutes for, I hope that it is serving you and adding value to your day-to-day life. So thank you again for being here. Today, I have randomly flipped to day 277. The thought is, keeping the peace outside of yourself will only disrupt the peace within you. The affirmation is, I keep the peace within myself before I worry about keeping the peace outside of myself. And the journal prompt is, how do I keep the peace within myself? So I think that this is an important thought, affirmation, and journal prompt because, once again, it's something that we don't think about often. We always think about the peace and keeping the peace outside of ourselves. What's going to make everybody else feel most comfortable? What's going to make everybody else feel happiest and calmest? How can I walk into a room and not rock the boat? How can I walk into a room and make sure that everybody else feels good about my presence there? These are all really nice, empathetic thoughts to have. But the reality is, is that Sometimes in doing that, in thinking those thoughts, in wanting other people to feel comfortable around us, we sacrifice the thing that is of most importance to us, and that is having internal peace, having internal calm, being comfortable with ourselves and what we're doing, what we're thinking, how we're perceiving ourselves and the world around us, and making that the priority so that we can go out into the world and actually create the peace from within us. I think that strangely, this is somewhat of a controversial topic because 
we are taught from such a young age to make sure that the people around us feel comfortable with our presence and in our presence and in the way that we are treating people and in the things that we are saying. And I think that once we start to take our power back in that and recognize, wow, maybe this whole time that I've tried to make other people so comfortable that I have been in self sacrificial mode where I have to do things or I have to present myself in a certain way that feels inauthentic to the way that I'm actually feeling or to the peace that I want to have within myself. So I come from a very loud, boisterous, cheerful, huge family. And for many, 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 too many years, I have walked into environments with this particular group of people that I happen to be related to and find myself sacrificing my inner peace for everybody else's happiness or wellness or entertainment. And to the point where if you met me in this environment, you would think that I am super outgoing. I'm an extrovert. I am always telling a funny story. I am always trying to get people to laugh or serve people some way, right? I want to get everyone a drink. I want everyone to feel comfortable. I want everyone to be in my presence feeling like they're in the presence of someone who not only is going to listen to them and take care of them, but also someone who's going to lighten the mood and take care of things and be the entertainment to a certain extent. But the irony is that I'm actually much more of an introvert than I am an extrovert. I am much more of a hermit. Um, I think that this has definitely come with age, not because I want to slow down, but because I'm just being more authentic to myself. And for years, I have walked into environments of people and felt like I had to, it's almost like an alter ego, right? I have to put this persona on in order for everybody else to feel okay and to feel comfortable and to feel like they are at peace knowing that someone's going to come in and take you know all of this responsibility for the energy of the room and that they're just going to have to show up as themselves and they can do that meanwhile i'm showing up as a completely different version of myself the problem with that is that every time i would leave said environments i would have to recharge in such a major way for the next sometimes two or three days, right? I found myself leaving these situations and being completely depleted of my energy, of my time, of my boundaries, of my space. And I recognized that there was this mental shift that I had to make before the physical shift. If I really wanted to show up for people in the best, most authentic, most helpful, most comforting, most peaceful way that I could, I had to create all of that within myself. And if I had enough of it, it spills over and out and into the room without me having to do so much and just be able to be who I actually am. So this shift started happening probably three or four years ago. And then I think COVID really helped to solidify the fact that If I'm not good, if I'm not taking care of myself, if my inner world is not at peace, 
that I am not going to be someone who is good for anybody else. I wrote a workbook called Mastering the Art of Internal Intimacy before I wrote Everyday Affirmations. And that book was about a 10-day process of just kind of letting all of this external stuff be shed so that we can get to our internal selves. And in the book and in the introduction, I talk about how I was always trying to be a good version for everyone else. And I didn't know what being a good Devin meant. I knew what being a good person was. I knew what being a good daughter was. I knew what being a good sister was. I knew being a good granddaughter was, a good friend, a good citizen, etc. But I did not know what being a good Devin was. So when I read this journal prompt, it reminds me of all the times that I have tried so hard to keep the peace around me by being good, by being a good person for everybody else, rather than keeping the peace within myself and being a good Devin, being a good version of me in my most authentic self. So like I said, I think that the shift starts to happen as you get older. You start to just get more tired of having this persona on all the time. I would be feeling a certain way, but I would feel like I couldn't possibly allow other people to know how I was feeling because I needed to keep the peace. The problem with that is that you find yourself suppressing all of these feelings, all of these thoughts, all of these emotions, and then you're so disappointed in yourself. So not only do you feel guilty and then you go down the shame spiral, but you also start to resent the people that you're around when you feel like you have to be keeping the peace for them and not yourself. So it internally ends up disrupting you so much more to make sure that everyone around you is okay before you're okay. So this week, I encourage you to think about this. How do I keep the peace within myself? Not within your relationships with your significant others, not within your relationships within your family, not within your relationships with your friends, but within yourself. How do you keep the peace internally so that you can naturally have the peace that is inside of you radiate from the inside out, spill over into the rooms that you're in, have that peaceful energy, that feeling of your shoulders dropping, your jaw unclenching, you being yourself, not you doing what you think you need to do in order to be who everybody wants you to be or who everybody needs you to be. It's not always easy to do this because it really does shift your dynamics in the outside world, right? When you start being peaceful for yourself, it looks a lot different than keeping the peace for everybody else. And people aren't used to that, right? Because we've never been that way before. We've been working to keep the peace amongst everyone else or within our relationships with everyone else. We're not rocking the boat. We are not maybe saying what's most authentic to us. We're trying very hard to make sure that everybody else feels good before we do. So when you start to make that switch and when you start to actually think about yourself and keep the peace within yourself as your first and foremost responsibility, other people probably aren't going to like it, right? Because that means we have to put boundaries up. That means that we have to do things differently. That means that people who are not used to us putting ourselves first are all of a sudden going to be seeing a different version of us. And really it's the most authentic version, right? I refuse to put other people's peace and comfort above my own. And again, I think that we have this 
weird wire crossing where we feel like if we're putting ourselves first, it means that we're selfish versus if we put ourselves first, it actually means that we get to be the best version of ourselves that shows up in that room. We get to be the best version of energy that infiltrates that room. And not only do we get to do that, but we get to walk away from that actually still feeling good, right? The depletion of energy when you are being someone who is inauthentic to yourself, when you are keeping the peace around you rather than within you, that happens after the fact. The fallout from that is so extreme that it becomes something that you dread, right? Again, I started dreading walking into these rooms full of people and needing to be somebody that I wasn't, needing to do so much for everybody else in order to do what I was, you know, thinking was keeping the peace. I will tell you, despite the fact that people are not used to it, if you are consistent in it, People begin to at least accept it. I don't know if everybody respects it all the time. But, you know, if you look around, most people are doing what they want to be doing. And I think that you should have the opportunity to also do what you want to do. And again, that's part of keeping the peace within yourself is being authentic to yourself, doing the things that feel good to you, not doing the things that don't feel good to you. And continuing on your journey of how can I be the best version of myself so that I can show up as that every day for me and for the people around me. What ends up happening naturally is that the peace within you eventually starts to radiate and become the peace that is around you. So it's the same effect. It's just you being more authentic to yourself and worrying about yourself from the inside out than it is worrying about everybody else from the outside in. So this week, I encourage you to find what brings you the most peace internally. How do you build this foundation of peace within yourself? What activities bring you peace? What thoughts bring you peace? What practices bring you peace? What habits bring you peace? And think about all of those things from the perspective of, if I just had to do this for me, what feels best then? This is not for anybody else. This is not about doing the most. This is not about becoming the alter ego self. This is about you stripping it down to your soul level and understanding that there needs to be peace within you in order for there to actually be peace outside of you. So to close out, I would like you to relax your shoulders, unclench your jaw. You can close your eyes if you want to for a minute. Just really center yourself. Feel the ground under your feet. Feel the seat under your butt. Wherever you are, just be in this present moment. And repeat either out loud or in your head, I keep the peace within myself before I worry about keeping the peace outside of myself. One more time. I keep the peace within myself before I worry about keeping the peace outside of myself. I hope that your week is filled with peace and positivity and happiness and joy and all of the good things. And I hope that you put yourself first this week because it may seem selfish because you're not used to it, but it's not. It is so necessary and it's so important that you find who you are from within and that you do not adapt to the room outside of yourself or adapt to the relationships outside of yourself. It's so important that you stay authentic to yourself and that you find what brings you ultimate peace. 
real true peace, not what you're doing, not who you need to be, but just who you actually are. Allowing yourself to be that person and to know that you are actually feeling peace within yourself is a great accomplishment. And I know you can do it. If you'd like to learn more about me, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, I take on a few clients every season and I actually have a couple openings right now. So that information is all at devinpenny.com. You can buy the book Everyday Affirmations on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, at Balboa Press. It's on Walmart now, really anywhere that books are sold. Um, just type in Everyday Affirmations by Devin Penny and you will find a way. It's now in soft cover. It's in hard cover. It's super cool to see people getting their books in. And this is something that I'm really proud of because I do believe that it adds value to your daily life and it promotes 365 days of positive change. I hope that you have a wonderful week as said before, and thank you for being here today.